Hey, Mark. Well, hi, Zach. How are you this lovely day? I'm doing pretty good, but I just want to say before we do anything else on the show, happy birthday, man. Oh, thanks. (laughs) No problem. So, we're going to celebrate today, I guess, by talking about inventions. Bad inventions. This is a celebration. Doing this with my best friend. Yes. Dude. It's great. I agree, dude. It's a good this way is to a lot of fun. Day. I look forward to this all the time. Uh, you know, whatever. It doesn't really matter what we're going to talk about. It's always a good experience. But um, today we decided to talk about bad inventions, and we didn't really put a time frame on this. There's no, there's no hard rules to this. Um, right, and then it's not necessarily bad inventions, but maybe inventions that didn't really take off or it's like crazy or things, hilarious. Yeah, or, things yeah. that find interesting for sure okay that are maybe not well known so how should we start this do you want to go first do you have you got something you just can't wait to talk about yeah i can go first all right let's hear it let's, right. what's number one on the docket so my number one is called vantam black vantam black that does sound familiar so vantam black is a substance that is the darkest substance that we have oh, manipulation yeah. and control over it's not really paint. The way it's created is it's grown with nanotubes, right? Mm-hmm. And they're vertically aligned. And what it does is it literally traps light and doesn't show any reflect any light back. The percentage is like 99.965%. And, and when you say nanotubes, you mean like carbon nanotubes. Right. Like the ones that are, you know, grown or... Right, yeah, that's how, that's how they describe it. Is that it's like... You can't just spray this on as a substance. You have to grow it onto us. Right. Onto I've actually seen it. And now that you mention it, like on like a ball, like a bowling sized sphere, bowling ball sized sphere. Yeah. And it just looks like, you know, what it reminded me of is like, remember like Looney Tunes cartoons and, and where, you know, like Woody Woodpecker or like, uh, you know, Bugs Bunny would yeah. just like throw up a black hole like somewhere <laughs> in the scene. Well, they said that it's like the closest you'll ever get to seeing a black hole. Like color wise, because it literally shows that much, that little light, you know, it reflects less than a percent of light back. It's crazy. And no, I think you that's can, interesting. You can put it onto like a bust or something. And when you look at it, you won't be able to see any features. Like when you look at it straight on, it will just look like an oval, a black oval. It'll just be like a silhouette. Yeah. The, yeah. No, not even item. A, just like a. It literally looks like a hole in reality. Yeah. It's, it's like you can't see any detail, any any deformations until you know there's no reflection. You come to the side and then you can see that there's an outline, right? Yeah. But you still don't see any. Then you can see features. Abe Lincoln's nose and beard. Otherwise, from the front, yeah, from the it's front, just amoebic. yeah, you don't see anything. Yeah. It's crazy. It's an. It's what I want. Well, that's not what I expected. <laughs> that's actually a really cool. That's a cool invention. Yeah, so but like they don't cool. use it. Yeah, but they don't. They don't use it anywhere, right? Well. Like, the um, BMW, the the car company, right? Sure. They came out with a, a car recently, um, like last year, that is it, it is close to Phantom Black, and it's made by the same company, but it, it was sprayed on, so the particles are kind of random, but it's mm. still super dark. They it's put like, it on the outside of the car. Yeah, that almost sounds dangerous, doesn't it? Like it, well, no, cause driving it's, at night. Well, maybe at night. Yeah, I mean that's like a stealth vehicle. <laughs> so, it's like Batman level, you know. Yeah, no, it is, and it looks really cool though because they have a it has an illuminated grill, so it just looks like this like evil mouth is about to come eat you. That does sound cool. I gotta admit, <laughs> I gotta look this up. Now. See, I not I just want all my clothes, all my 
my my everything. I, if I could turn what about Vantam, your beard? Could you could you be? Do you want your hair to be like? Dude, Vantam if I could black? just be straight Vantam black, that'd be great. Just my eyes, <laughs> my the whites of my eyes, my teeth, everything. Just just straight Vantam black. Surgery is gonna be horrible for any doctor that has to operate on me. Yeah, no kidding. But I will enjoy myself. <laughs> well, maybe that's around the corner is like Vantam black tattoo ink or something. Like that'd be kind of cool, right? That'd be awesome. Like pure would, darkness on your arm. Well, I would just that's want like that. Black in, looks the worst in tattoos, right? Because it does. It's not like true black. Like oh when, yeah, when, when the tattoos the fresh, thing. it looks really like distinct and clear. Yeah. But over time, black looks terrible, right? Yeah, it but fades and yeah. What colors do work for tattoos? You know, because like even like yellows are really bad. You mean like long term? Yeah. For me, red and blue holds up the best, and that's really? coming from someone who just like likes tattoos. I don't yeah. have any. Um, um. I used to work with a tattoo artist, but it, but I've I don't have any tattoos. But I that I've thought about that, and to me, like when I've worked with people like older guys that have like old tattoos on them mm-hmm. and stuff, red and blue seem to hold up the best. But really? yeah, I mean, any like any color close to brown or black is terrible. Black yeah. over time just fades so bad. Yeah, and it just I don't know. It's a, like a dumb way to say it, but it, it just makes me think of like an old junkie or something. You know what I mean? No, like I know what you, you mean. May, maybe you're a metal, you're like a musician <laughs> or something, but it it just makes me think like, you know, like like somehow your body, is the tattoo's fading along with like your, your health. <laughs> I don't know why I associate that, but. No, I see what you're saying. Cause like, especially like on that kind of culture, it looks, it starts to look like your skin also gets really like worn out looking. Yeah. So it just like kind of like. Culminates. So, how like would you categorize mess. Vantam Black? Then is that a cool invention? I mean, dude, I think it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it, that's yeah, pretty, some pretty if you dope can get to that close to a black hole, like the applications are. I was going to say, there's, really, so many there's good not applications. Really, yeah, but there's something because you can't really use it on a stealth bomber, right? No, but what because if you could make like Van, you know, like Vantam? Is it Vantam or Phantom? Vantam. 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 So you, okay. it stands for. Uh, let me see. Vertically aligned nano uh, tubes, nanotube arrays. Okay. Sorry. Vertically aligned nanotube arrays. Okay. And then black. Right. So, okay. So it's Vanta or Vantum? Vanta. Oh, Vanta. V A N T A. Okay. Vanta so Vanta. Black. I've been saying Vantum. All right. So Vanta black. Well, I mean, imagine if you had Vanta black Kevlar. You know what I mean? Like for a soldier, this, this seems awesome, especially yeah. for night, because even like it's night just vision, it comes off really easy. That's you have to be. Yeah. It's, it doesn't stay on materials well because it is like a, a like a structure, right? Yeah, and it's not very durable. That's like the well, main that's, reason. That's it hasn't the next been, step, right? I mean, yeah, this is just creating a, a lamellar. They're just gonna improve it. You know, like it just seems like that's the truth behind any any technology. It just seems like there's is there there's no end to its evolution. It can just always be made better. Yeah, somehow. I mean, but all right. What's you got one? All right, so um. <laughs> My number one is my first choice, rather, and these are not in any like particular order. But I there was an invention from a Japanese inventor that I saw in the '90s, and I chose this because it's just obscure. I did a Google search for this thing. I tried to, I don't remember what it was like really called, but I tried to look for it by description. I couldn't find anything. So okay. if there is evidence of this thing existing somewhere on the internet, I couldn't find it. And it's really simple. It's just it's a round flip flop. So it's a flip flop sandal, okay, with like spokes almost, like a it's like a wheel. It looks like a wheel on the ground. It looks completely impractical, and the idea behind it was that you could just throw your foot into it from any angle, so you never had to like align it to yeah, you know but this with so your feet. Aren't your 
aren't your other toes going to get stuck into the other yeah, thongs? It, this thing didn't work. No, I don't. If anybody bought them, it had to have been a gag because um, all I remember was it was a Japanese inventor who was bringing his ideas to the West because his latest invention seemed to be failing in Japan or, you know, in the East. And he had some success with, I, I can't remember what his successful inventions were. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're so successful we see them all the time and I don't mm-hmm. know, but. Like a urinal. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, something, something really useful and you practical. Know, if, if your invention's too weird for Japan, I don't think coming to America is going to make it much better. Yeah, I agree. I, <laughs> hey, I don't this think. Is, uh, this may be the land of opportunity, but <laughs> I think if it, if your if your stuff's too strange for Japan, you know, strange world, then I, I agree. And you can't, like I said, I couldn't find anything on it or about it. Um, and I just this is something that's been sitting in my head because it's one of the first things I was able to actually search for on the internet back in the nineties. Oh, yeah, like in the you know the days of AOL and things like that. And I don't know. I just thought wherever this guy is, if he's still alive, I hope he's got better inventions and he's doing okay. But <laughs> I always thought that was such a bad. I mean, everything about it was bad. It's like even if you get them on, like it feels like it'd be longer to put them on, not quicker, even though that's the concept. And then I don't know if you've ever had round things on your feet. Like as a kid, did you play around with like lids or anything like that? Well, yeah, I did. I guess. Yeah. So one thing I realized right away why any footwear isn't round is that your feet are actually fairly close together when you move like the, we yeah. naturally keep our feet pretty close to each other and i hadn't thought about that back then but that brought it that brought it to the front of my mind because when i had like these lids on my feet you know these whatever they were i would fool around with all kinds of weird shit yeah but um i realized that i just i was bumping into you know myself all the time and i couldn't walk straight properly and i was <laughs> flopping around so it's like this isn't practical just just right off the bat it's not not a good idea. So what if you want to go for like a casual summer look, but during the winter time, these would be great because then you could wear them like like snowshoes because they're round and they're, yeah, they have why, a wide dis- yeah, distribution. Yeah, but they're designed for you to be barefoot, so that's not a good idea in the winter. Yeah, but that's your look. That's Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's the that's all about the look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this guy was going for practicality? Oh, man. Yeah, but I think he meant beaches in the summertime, Zach. I mean, that's where you'd normally wear flip-flops. Not the winter. Yeah, but not round ones. But what I <laughs> so mean, trying to. can't you apply the winter shoe uh, logic to sand? I mean, doesn't yeah, doesn't a broader? You, I mean, foot... I've, I've worn boots in sand before right, too. Of course, <laughs> but yeah, the broader. I mean, you know, the, the the easier it is to stay at the level of the sand as opposed to sinking into it, kind of like snow. If you have a wide, yeah, but footing. I mean, if you got a beach, you don't got you don't have snow. So you could still use these in a snowy climate if you want to. I want to see that. See, actually, Zach had these. Had I found these things and they were like something affordable, like under twenty bucks, I'd have bought you a pair, just because I want to see you in the middle of the winter. No, I see. I hate flip flops because they they flip and they flop off my feet. They don't yeah. stay on. And I actually, don't think them being round is gonna help. <laughs> no, not at all. I don't. I think that's a terrible. I think that's what's getting it. Like anything round on your foot seems to be really bad and anti. You know, anti-human physics or what's the word? No, yeah, it, uh, ergonomic. Yeah, ergonomics. I actually want to talk about that. Biomechanical later on. Yeah, yeah, right. The normal flow of your movement. But uh, that that was my first one. I thought, boy, and then I realized that um, there's kind of like an overall like Asian theme. Like my other two invention choices are not. I don't think they're Asian. I know one of them. Sure, for sure, isn't. 
Um, but let's go. Let's go to your second choice now. So, what did you choose? All right. As, what's the second one on your so list? So, I guess mine are more cool than quirky. Yeah, mine. <laughs> mine are mine are either dumb or funny or or annoying. <laughs> so, my next one is uh, that I got is Aerogel. Oh, uh, what gel? Aerogel. Aero or era? A E R O G E L. Aerogel. Aerogel. Okay. Yeah. So, what it is is a substance. It's you can make it out of jelly, like. Like we, like strawberry jelly. Yeah, okay. that's well. That's what the bet that this scientist, these two scientists, made amongst the, um, themselves. Um, so two two scientists sat down in a lab, and they had a, a bet. Yes, and, and the, the bet, bet was, was to turn this jelly out of its liquid, take all the liquid out, replace the liquid with gas, hmm. and not let the structure of the gel don't lose the. Not shrink or anything like that. Okay. So, air gel. What it is is, let me get the percentage for you real quick. It is ninety nine point eight percent air. Wow. And it is one of the the lightest materials on Earth that you can make. So, but did they actually make it from like something? Edible, like strawberry yeah, jelly. Yeah, that's what that's what he that's what, the 1931. That's when the oh, this goes back to the the 30s. Yeah, so that's century. when it was wow. first done. But now we're using it um, as insulation because mm. it is super good at insulating. Like it's ridiculous. It, it is one of the most protective substances for like heat resistance and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, it's you can uh, the problem is that it's so brittle because it, it's just like this, like you know. It's a flaky uh, structure, yeah. Yeah, it's a, so it's not that it's it's not very really flimsy. It's just brittle. It's, right. There's not much actual mass there. Right. Um. And what it does is it traps the air in it, so it doesn't transfer the heat. Mm-hmm. So like convection and radiation, all these other like you know forms of heat, it, it serves really well against. You can also use it as a uh, as a water repellent because on the the micro level, it'll actually align the electrons. So it repels water on the electron level. That is awesome. <laughs> it is. So you cover yourself in this and then you <laughs> could right. go into the water and you're not, and you, you come out and you're not wet. Like the water is just off of you. So you're basically wearing an invisible suit of water repellent. Yeah, no, it, it's really cool. And you can also put it on in paste and you can mold it like it around so you can put it. So it's like you have a, put it around some kind of pipe hot pipes or whatever you can put it around anything you can put it into uh, fiberglasses and stuff like that nasa uses it for you know naturally <laughs> yeah to protect Radiation. themselves from, from yeah. the cosmic rays of space pretty much um but yeah it's really cool it has several nicknames like solid smoke and uh blue ice and things like that because solid smoke that sounds like a metal gear character <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, so it can, the, the way, the reason it looks blue is because it, it scatters light the same way that the sky scatters light, the same standard array. I was wondering if it had a color because I know of Aerogel, but I've never looked it up or I didn't know that it was, you know, that that was the story to it. Yeah. Or how many uses it has. That's amazing. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool. And I wish we were using it more, but it's too expensive and it's hard to to turn it into, you know, different materials. It just costs a lot. You chose really good inventions to talk about. I almost feel like 
like uh, that our conversation is almost like my bad inventions versus your good ones because <laughs> I chose all things that were weird. See, but mine are, mine are good, but they chose inventions that like changed humanity, like changed <laughs> life on Earth. Phantom Black did not change. It's humanity. going to. Well, yeah, when I start wearing it. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> With my fashion crazy. black suit. Dude, that'd be sweet. Oh, that'd be man. a dope suit to wear. Right. Yeah. And then no, yeah, like, it would like, be great for like people who are overweight. <laughs> You can't see them. <laughs> you just see their outline. Yeah. You'd still know they were fat. Not if they're head on. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So it just <laughs> It's like that old movie with Jack Black <laughs> in the silhouette where she's like she's like a giant, but then like in the Oh, Shallow Hell. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like that movie. That's a good one. I've never seen it. I just You should watch it. I think you would like it. It does look pretty funny. I like Jack Black, so that would work out. Alright, well. My other, my second choice is not as cool as Aerogel. So I remember watching a video somewhere. I think it was on Amazon. I saw a commercial for something called the Flowbee. The Flowbee is invented by Rick Hunts out of Texas, but really he definitely ripped off the idea from Wayne's World because the Flowbee is a vacuum that cuts your hair. Oh, the suck cut? It's the suck cut. Oh, yes, that that's exactly so what cool. it is. Yes, well, believe it or not, this is something you can buy. That has a high star rating <laughs> and, and thousands of ratings. So people, a lot of people have bought the Flowbee. Oh, my gosh. And I am not convinced. I watch the videos on, like, kids getting their haircuts from it. And there's even, like, copycat products of this, of course, right? Because anyone that has, you know, has success is going to have yeah. that. But um, that's crazy. I can't. All, I can't it literally operates it the same way too. Like it sucks your hair and cuts it. Well, and it sounds none of it, dangerous. Well, it does sound dangerous, and it doesn't. It, the haircuts, even in the commercial, didn't look even. Like, they yeah. Did how little, would you control that? I, you can't. How do you? You can't pu- perfectly pull every strand of hair even with air. Not yeah, at that well, well, suction level. Not without like sucking the hair out of someone's head. Sucking my will to live. <laughs> it certainly does suck. Yeah, I can't. I can't unsee. Garth suffering every time I look at the phobie. That's, that's what I was just thinking about it. If I can feel the 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 pain of losing my own hair. <laughs> yeah, how much how much hair are you losing just because it's sucking it out of your scalp? But I, I, <laughs> it that's it out. It rips it, it out. Even I don't know. It just I'm rips just, it apart. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe maybe the product works better than I than I imagined well, to. But what would be the purpose of the sucking action? Like why? Why have that? Is that well, just to dispose of the hair easier? Is it to the commercial? So the main, main one of the main selling points of the commercial is that you, whoever's cutting their their hair, or perhaps you want to cut your hair on your own, but you lack, you lack this. Here's the thing: it's it's for again, it's one of those inventions that I think is like for lazier people or just lazy people because it presumes you know it, it you know. It presumes that you lack the skill, which most people do, in cutting their hair evenly, right? Oh, yeah. It's but not like, an easy thing. No, but it. What is? what do you gain from... How do you get good at anything? You practice. Yeah. Right? My brother cuts his own hair, and he doesn't... He doesn't... He has his own style, even. Yeah, he does an excellent job. Yeah, he does a really good job. Well, it didn't, it didn't look that good the first time he did it, but... He practiced and it got better at it, right? But the third castle, the third it, one, it stayed up wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this thing in the commercial, even it assumes that you know, like a mother who doesn't know how to cut hair well, so she uses this on her that, son. That's what the bull cuts for, man. <laughs> you just bring oh, out, God. bring out the popcorn bowl, put that around your head, and just, just cut put a that lot. cereal bowl on the kid's head and go. I mean, that, my that's mother what, did that, that to my brother, and I think she tried it with me, and then I fought it. He put up with it, and then eventually he got sick of it too. But yeah, I had a bowl cut for the longest time when I was real little, and then after that, I had a flat top. 
and then I grew my hair out. A flat, like a like a marine, like a military yeah. flat top. Yeah, dude, you would look cool with that. I, I can see you with short hair. No, nah, dude, I, that's when I had glasses. I looked like such a punchable nerd. Really? Oh, dude, I I've always <laughs> I've looked pretty nerdy growing up. You know, oh, I, shit. Yeah, the target huh. of many. A, I was cherub like growing up. I had, I was always had like baby fat and like I was always round and like really really young looking. Like if you look at my, um, my what is it? Yeah, freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. Like the photo we took that summer, and I was actually in really good shape because I've been playing like hockey all summer, right? From yeah, like six a.m. to six p.m. So I was actually in good shape, but I look so young. I look actually, you know, like I was twelve or something. I didn't look. Like I was 16 or whatever, 15 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a good 16. problem to have, though. I've had it all my life. Yeah, I look younger than I actually am. But you're right. I'm not complaining. But, boy, it was a problem when I was younger. Only because I had to constantly, like, defend myself. I guess that's what <laughs> made me so defensive, like, uh, about that. Yeah. Because I was I – never, I never wanted anyone to even try to even think they could pick on me. Like, don't even try it. You know, yeah, I wanted no. to punch, Like, nip it in the butt right away. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't have that problem uh, growing up like bullies or any of that kind of shit because uh-huh. most people even even adults you know you throw something back in someone's face they usually back down nobody wants to really yeah no you know, that's true when you confront your bully they usually cower yeah they're cower only yeah. you gotta watch out for <laughs> crazy people obviously <laughs> but okay I, I think i was the crazy one <laughs> that situation happened the, the, the uh the punchable nerd who's actually insane <laughs> All right, let's let's give me your third one. Okay, so my third one is the Amphi car. The what? Amphi car. Amphi car. Yeah, like amphibian and then car. Amphi. Okay, so like the James Bond. Yeah, so this was a, a product that was was created in uh, Germany. Naturally, um, in 1961 is mm-hmm. when they were first like started production. They it sounds like on. it would be the car that they used in James Bond. I forget what, what movie that was. Do. No, I don't know James Bond that well. Oh, okay. I wish I did because yeah. I like I really like the older ones that are like all campy yeah. and like silly. They're great. They're yeah. so funny. Um, but yeah, so this is the car that can like you know go into water. You just drive it right in, and then you just you know push a use it as a boat. Yeah, you just literally the wheels you, turn you, into propellers. Well, no, the propellers are already there. They're on there on the back. Yeah, they're yeah. on the back, and they're like you know had they had their own like little separate area so does it actually look like a car is it yeah it looks like a car, car and you can okay. drive it around yeah. and then it but it also looks very boat like you know it has that bottom like shape that a boat does oh right well yeah the like uh what do they call it the hull well right. like the bilge or whatever it is that keeps it afloat yeah pretty with much the trapped air basically yeah mm-hmm. and then the exhaust pipe is is way up top too so Makes it doesn't sense. And then it has wave breakers on the side that look like wings because it's like, you know, the 60s. So yeah. everything was, you know, sort super sleek, aerodynamic looking. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so cool. But <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> this was made by a German guy and it was like his hobby. It was like his obsession with life. And then he finally had it done. And he's like, this is for Americans. This <laughs> will fit perfectly for American culture. Like he, he's, they're gonna love it. <laughs> it's got Texas written all over it. <laughs> the problem was, is that it was weak. It was the weakest car you could possibly get at the time. Like it just like didn't like have any horsepower to like it. Like even driving, it yeah, was even slow. driving was slow. Yeah. The turns on it sucked in the water. Nothing about it was sporty or like muscly. Or fun, it, yeah. So it was very like, and you had to 
greased it after every time you got it into the water at 16 different points. And uh, one of the points was like underneath the, the back seat. So you had to take the seat apart to get to it. Wow, this is so, uh, yeah. So this is more like a prototype that they mass produced, or did they mass yeah, did they it, produce they were, this thing? Or let me see, they had. Did they even like? Could you know the average family attempt to buy one, the weekender, so to speak? Yeah, no, it wasn't like outrageously expensive, but there was only like three thousand made. There wasn't that oh, many. Okay, so it was a limited release. It was, and it was only from, um, sixty-one to sixty-five where they being made. So, and there's still people that will buy them today, though, and they'll, like, restore them and stuff if they need to. And do you consider this, what kind of invention, how would you categorize this invention? Dude, as a kid, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world, because yeah. I've, like, heard of them since I was little. Right. And I was like, why? who wouldn't want a car that could go into water? Because it's, it's, yeah. it's, like, a car that can fly. Like, that's what everyone wants. It's, it is, isn't it? But yeah. it's, like, well, I mean, what is water but liquid air? I agree. It, it it flows the same, it moves the same. It's just it's got all the same parts. Yeah, it's the same essence. Yeah, as air. Well, that makes me wonder. Like, maybe should we write to Elon Musk and be like, dude, that you know, your truck's a cool idea, but what we really want is to go back to the 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 amphicar. Yeah, and but then since it's the future, we can go into the sky too. We need we need well, flying amphicars. That it, man, we're gonna we're totally gonna miss out on that. I feel like it, but. Yeah, we won't. The we next, won't get the uh, next couple, like two generations from now. I think humans will finally have a vehicle that they can just literally go anywhere with. Whether it's like a giant drone car, they can also go in the water or whatever. I think that if if flying cars become mass produced in a sense, they would be autonomous. They wouldn't be. Yeah, they'd have to have some control on it, right? Because otherwise, the reason why we don't do it now, the main thing they say is not because we can't develop. Or invent one, but yeah. because of the security risk. Yeah, no, they're too dangerous for people flying into buildings. Well, and, where do you? And I mean, and and keeping airways, you know, structured. How do you control like yeah. a drunk guy in a flying car? Right. Well, uh, I mean, how do you control a drunk guy on the ground? Well, but, but my point is, like, there's roads. I guess there's road, roads. Like, are yeah, harder a road to go doesn't go through your easier. living room intentionally. <laughs> whereas someone in a flying car, you know, what if they accidentally hit the off button? You know, like what. I, yeah. feel, I feel like we have to make new advances in like uh, magnetic technology or something, you know, like have an engine or a car that is similar to like an elevator, like it automatically slows down as it nears the earth kind of thing. Oh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like once we get to like the, I don't know, like they always say antimatter engine or whatever, like something that relies on gravity instead of, you know, propulsion. Yeah. So who knows? I don't know if we're close to that. Maybe we are. No, I don't think we are. We'll get we'll get <laughs> we autonomous know, but, yeah. we'll get autonomous cars before we get anything like that. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. Well, that's, a whole, that's I just saw discussion. a commercial for something that was like an autonomous car. Well, you can was, already get them. I mean, it, like Joe Rogan talks about it on his podcast. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He's got he's got one of the, you know what is it the Tesla that has you know like the automation built into it. Like it's completely self driving. Like you don't. Yeah, need like to. he can he can he, he he talks about how he goes on like the highway, you know, like in L A. When he was still living out there, yeah, and he can just turn it on automatic, and he he he's in front. I mean, he's sitting. In the yeah, you have to have seat, your hand, but his hands are off the wheel. Oh, really? You know, and his hands are off the gas, the accelerator. That's awesome. So he's just monitoring. Dude, you know? yeah, that's gonna cut traffic and non-existent. Dude, traffic won't be a thing once that's 
once that's implemented. Oh man, yeah. I mean, the main cause of traffic is stupid motherfuckers, and you know, who, you know, even if you don't know who you are out there, <laughs> you do in a way know who you are because <laughs> you're fucking idiots when you're driving on the road. The, every time someone, you know, if you cut people off, you make last minute decisions, and you're that kind of driver, you are a piece of shit. I'm just gonna take this moment to say that. <laughs> I just hate when people speed up and then they slow down right away. Like that's what's annoying. It's like, oh, I thought we were going, and now we're not. Like, why didn't you speed just- up to cut you off in the passing lane and then slow down? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I take that as a personal attack because <laughs> to me that sounds willful. Like you did that to me. You didn't do that. You know what I mean? Like I assault, <laughs> assault, <laughs> rape. That's too far, maybe. <laughs> I need a rape whistle for the road. <laughs> All right. So my turn. Is it like a train whistle? It's got like the air, <laughs> the steam whistle style oh, and man. everything. <laughs> I wonder if that's illegal. Like, that's a great invention is like, yeah, to get like a railroad steam whistle on your fucking car. Everybody would turn to see what the fuck's going on then, wouldn't they? <laughs> You're in a Prius. <laughs> it may, yeah. It's like half, it's like a third the size of your car. Just jetting out from the from the from the roof. Yeah, I would be getting some really good gas mileage if it wasn't for this dang steam whistle. I'm kind of it's lugging not around. Very wind resistant. Yeah, or aerodynamic. I <laughs> yeah, say. it is wind resistant. It's not aerodynamic. <laughs> Pardon me. Sorry, George Carlin. Rest in peace. All right. So my so my third choice is really just I wanted an invention that I could pick on. And I chose the Snuggie. I don't know. I'm sure you know about the Snuggie. I actually really like the Snuggie. I fucking hate the Snuggie. And I, I don't know if it's an illogical hate. I've tried to reason It is it. an illogical hate because I used to hate it and then I got one and I love it. I just, you know what triggers me about it's the a, Snuggie? It's a fleece robe. It's amazing. It's Dude, long. There's, it's big enough for it's me. It's not clever. People have been putting on jackets and shirts backwards No, they're for not. A long it's time. not clever. But it's a giant robe that fits me. That's what I like. <laughs> yeah but to me in my head it's a mix okay that's fair i'm not judging you <laughs> but in my head it's like it's i don't know it's it's this mix of it's like it promotes extreme laziness and at the same time is really clever marketing right like it's just one of those things that it, it feels like a, a nine-year-old came up with it not that that's necessarily anything wrong with that but <laughs> i just i don't know man that the snuggie triggers me it just it looks like it's for such lazy people plus who likes plus that's another thing too it's like are i don't know are you one of those kinds of people that can have like a blanket in front of you and then you put food and drink on top of it are you okay with that no i don't i don't that's gross to me yeah like the idea that you're spilling food and drink on the clothing that you're wearing i can't put things on top of me when i'm eating that that's weird yeah i'm not an otter but some people do that (laughs) well not you you don't necessarily like laying back and like you know bulging belly with a beer on it i I mean i have seen people do that yeah 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 (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, that they exist. Which is which makes me think of otters, and I'm like, well, yeah, I, it is very much like an otter. It's a Homer Simpson otter. <laughs> a Homer Simpson, gotta get this clam crack. This species of otter is called the Homer. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The Snuggie there, triggers me. There's like an upgrade Snuggie though that I really want. Oh, I've seen. Yeah, it's like it's like this. Like it looks like an Eskimo like jacket thing, and it's just like this giant bodysuit that you wear, and it's like. Oh, Great. God, I've seen that. It looks like a sleeping bag with legs. Yes. Why do you want that? Because it's a giant thing that fits me. Yeah, but you, how do you defend yourself in that? I'm you in my home. 
who's in, <laughs> I'm not going to a, a party dressed like that. Or Are you a, sure? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have dignity. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Hey, man. You might be the star of the party if you show up in one of those fucking things. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, like... One of the one of the squires, he had this uh, he had this bear onesie that was like a it was like a pajamas, yeah. But it was like a stuffed. He looked like a stuffed teddy bear. He wore <laughs> he, that he to, wear the it to the castle. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, he certainly said something. I guess. <laughs> I mean, now you're at, you're looking for attention. You'll get it. That that's something that would definitely get you attention at a party is a bear suit or a, a sleeping bag snuggie. I guess. Have you ever seen the show uh, Workaholics? No. It's a it's a show on Comedy Central, and one of the characters he has like this coat that that's a fur coat, but it looks like it's made out of a bear. And it's got claws, and it's got a bear like head as a hood. It like looks made from a real bear. It looks like it, oh, okay. right? But it isn't. It's it's super fake and like cheesy looking. Oh, but it's okay. also super cool, and I really want that as well. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I like weird things. I wish yeah. you were rich, Zach, just so I could see what kind of shit you'd buy or have invented see, the for you. the thing is, if I became rich, I would feel like it would disappear, so I would never use it, especially in Oh, yeah, things. I mean. So it's like, I would be, like, apprehensive to ever spend it, because it's like, well, I never had you money earn it, right? Yeah. If you earned that money, then you'd be less likely to waste it. But if it was gifted to you, wouldn't you just, like, party with it? That's my mentality. With no, like because money. I see it in my bank account. I'm like, I have this money. I don't want it, that number to go down. When that number goes down, then I run out. So you're just protecting the number on the screen until yeah. you die. Well, until you know, until I need until something breaks and I need to buy a new one, like a car or you know. Wow, you're such you're such a, a middle practic- class laborer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm I'm just practical. That's all it is. All right. Well, so those were the six inventions. Yes, is that it, was six, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Three and three. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, I wanted to make. I wanted to do some extra things. I wanted to make a special mention. And my special mention really just goes out to all the weird Japanese inventions that one can find with a Google search on a Dude, lazy there's afternoon. so many awesome, good Japanese inventions. Well, One of the things that, that is just basic that I wish that America would get on is vending machines. Yeah, you see some vending machines around once in a while. Yeah. But like in Japan, it is literally Get one on every corner. There are more there are more vending machines than there are people in some yeah. towns. It's There's ridiculous. some restaurants that are literally nothing but vending machines. They're completely automated. Yeah. Well, th- that's not necessarily what I'm getting at, though. Mm. But it's just cool in, in its own way. But I just want the, the ease and comfortability of getting hot soup. At a vending machine in the middle of the country. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I'd do that, though. Like, I've gotten food poisoning out of vending machines, like, when I was a machinist. Oh, really? We had, like, those vending machines that sold, like, it got stocked daily, restocked yeah. daily. So, it was, like, I mean, I wouldn't quote, buy, unquote, fresh. I wouldn't buy egg sandwich from Well, that's machine. what it had was it had soup, but it wasn't, like, you know, you had to heat it up and stuff like that. But they had soup. They had tuna fish sandwiches. and See, you got to be you gotta be strategic with what you buy. <laughs> wow. I thought I was, but it wasn't. A, that didn't save me from it. But, well, you know what I noticed, though, from, like, Japanese? Like, I when I started searching, like, Japanese inventions, the main difference, it seemed to me, in in from, like, you know, weird Japanese inventions or, let's say, bad inventions in Japan compared to, like, here in the States or anywhere else was the lack of, like, human ergonomics. The design just... Ju- it just made sure that the product did what it was supposed to do. So, like, the function was there, 
but like the usability didn't exist. So like so for example, was it like, did it try and make it like all kawaii and just like cutesy and everything? No, no, they, they, that's there's no no attempt at even like vanity. Like one pair, like one thing I saw was a pair of sunglasses with literal detractable, you know, telescopes coming out of each <laughs> lens. Like it just looked completely impractical that you'd have to walk around with these like you know, well, isn't that antlers like, like ant antlers <laughs> coming out of your sunglasses? But they're right in the middle of each lens so that you could what. I mean, creep. Well, isn't that for like the jewelers? Isn't that the kind jewelers? Of like, no, <laughs> jewelers, like people who work on jewelry. <laughs> they don't wear sunglasses, man. Oh, they were sunglasses. They were sunglasses. Oh, I missed that. No, part. no, the jeweler wants to use. Yeah, they use like a clear. They, it's not literally a telescope. I forget what it's called. But yeah, but they're like magnifying glass. It's a magnifying glass, but, but it's, they, I'm and, talking but they about have like, like separate like ones you can go. Yes, but that that okay. That's an intelligent invention right? right it serves a purpose right. and, and a job right. what i'm talking about is a pair of like cheap black sunglasses okay. with like a six inch telescope that detract that retracts on each lens sticking out it's like imagine if you took ant and <laughs> like ant antlers for a halloween costume and okay. took them off your head and put them down in front of your eyes like that's what mm. it looks like so i mean shit like that like it's not even like who'd walk around with that kind of weird shit or like another one i saw was you know oh man how does this say for what does this speak for what does this say for like the overworked person out there? But it was an ad, a magazine ad in a Japanese magazine from like, it looked like the 80s. And it was a woman who looked completely exhausted riding a train, a subway. Okay. And she had this, it looked like a mic stand that had been repurposed to be a chin brace. So it was like a head holder. And so she was like sleeping upright <laughs> oh, on a oh, train. Oh, like, it had like, she would like wear a strap, like a thing, like a. I didn't see a strap, chest. but it was like, imagine a mic stand, like a folding mic stand. Okay. And then at the end is like a horseshoe rubber like yeah. chin strap that's hard fastened to the end of the stand. And this woman was just resting her head and her neck looked like it was suffering yeah. immense stress from doing that. I feel that. like it would, if it worked, that would be amazing. But I don't think... Yeah, but how overworked a person are you that you need a fucking... You need a neck, you maybe, need a headstand so you can sleep standing up on the <laughs> on the train going to job number three. I'm not putting down people who work extra job, jobs. I know what it's like to be overworked, but yeah. my God. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that, that just stood out to me. It was like Japanese and like the futurism, like there's this weird, like I noticed in like bad inventors, you know what bad inventors, I don't think they're stupid people. I think they're actually, a lot of them are probably like genius level. Mm. Cause I have a friend, I won't name him, but I have a friend who's like that, but he's always in his own head. I mean, the guy's a genius, but he's never sampling. He never samples the, you know, what's around him enough, mm-hmm. right. To truly understand what the habits of humans. Right. right. And, Whereas I meet someone like me who's really stupid, but that's what I spend a lot of time doing is like studying the habits of humans, right? Yeah, people watching. People it's, watching. It's good. It is good. You learn a lot. And that's how I learn because I can't s- sit in a class or in front of a book for hours and educate myself, right? Yeah, words are hard. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm rickish. My brain is ricochet rabbit. I'm the Tasmanian devil. But where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So like the Japanese. These guys, these like, or just ge- these genius inventors who make these really bad, you know, non-ergonomic designs, they always have some level of like futurism. Where and by that I mean like they, their des- their device or their invention supposes how human habit will evolve, mm-hmm. right? You know, like if you were in 1933 and you had to guess what cell phone use would be like without knowing what a cell phone really is, right? You know, so you know, and there are examples of that, right? Like people on radios with like 
you know, like image screens in front of like a huge apparatus, which is essentially what FaceTiming is. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like even even modern inventors, some of them fall into that weird genius trap. I don't know what else to call it. That, that you know, well, that, it's like they have they see the problem for themselves, but they don't see how the problem relates to the others. That's a really good way to put it. That's a yeah. really good way to put it. Yeah, because that's all inventions are are doing are solving problems, right? Otherwise. What, you're not really making anything. So I everything think, yeah, you everything make is, yeah, is exactly. to solve some kind of problem. And True. if you can solve the problem and monetize on it, awesome. Hey, man, that's the, that's the dream, right? Um, so if there was an invention that you could make, what would what would you make? Well, I, I, so I thought about that. And I have good inventions. And the reason I'm not going to talk about them is because I think they're too good. <laughs> so I don't want to give the idea away. Right, well, but give, us, I, give us your silly one. I, I'll, I'll give you one that I thought. I remember I was this one. I thought this is an idea I had for an invention when I was a kid, and thankfully my dad shot it down. I mean, thankfully I wasn't not like I'm going to go produce this thing. But um, before I had a proper understanding of physics, my idea while we were riding on the road, I, remember, I think my dad must have been complaining about people breaking on the highway or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you know got into a conversation about how people don't break safely or not dangerous drivers. Yada yada yada. So my nine-year-old brain, or however old I was, like eight or nine, was like, oh, I got a great idea. What if the highway had these curved, like, tire walls that would shoot out of the highway and and stop and, like, form around a, the front of the car and the, and the tires, the wheels, to stop the vehicle instantly? So as, like, a fail-safe, like, preventing an accident like with, with hitting the, where the car. Where the are? No, like on the road itself, like just just appear instantly out of the road on front, okay. you know, in front of the car. Okay. And my dad, thankfully, put it to me very, very intelligent. He's like, well, that'd be no different than hitting another car. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you're, you know, you're, the car is heavy and it's traveling fast. And it doesn't matter what it hits. Whatever it hits, it's going to crash into at that at that speed and mm-hmm. weight. And I, I never, my little brain hadn't yet conceptualize that right yeah inertia so, and right yeah. so technically my idea to like save lives would have actually cost lives <laughs> would have been a terrible idea just like seatbelts costing lives every day oh no well seatbelts <laughs> make sense to me <laughs> you know there was a big people were very like when they first changed the seatbelt seatbelt laws in nine in the 90s in illinois uh, a lot of people got a lot of tickets because people rebelled against that because you know for years people drove without seatbelts yeah. my dad was that way and, that, and that's coming from a guy who I don't know. I'm. I've always been in favor of a seatbelt. It makes sense for me to, for you to be braced into your seat when you're yeah. doing something dangerous, like driving a car or flying a plane. You'd want. <laughs> you wouldn't want to bounce around in the cabin of a plane. <laughs> Why would you want to bounce around in the cabin of a car? You know. But that um, way, you can eject yourself from the car and not get crumpled inside of it. Well, maybe there's an invention for that because that actually happened to my father. He he got saved. He was driving drunk, and he had a he had a sunroof in his Jetta. His Volkswagen Jetta. Yeah. This is like back in like '97 or something. It's like late '90s, and um, he was driving on the highway drunk, and he fell asleep or something happened, and he drove off the road, and the car spun violently, like did a barrel roll, and when it did that, it literally launched him out because he didn't have a seatbelt on. It launched him out through the sunroof of the car, and he was he he landed like 60 feet away from the vehicle. The vehicle was totaled. And, you know, oh. even like the cop said that you're lucky to be alive because, you know, the driver's seat, everything was dismantled, was crushed. Yeah. 
And so, of course, that just added to his argument for why a seatbelt was dangerous yeah, and not I mean, helpful. And it's like, hey, Dad, maybe driving drunk <laughs> is dangerous, you dumbass. <laughs> Stop breaking the law, asshole. asshole. Yes. So, yeah. That was, okay. I guess, our PSA for today on do you, on driving drunk. Don't but, um, don't do it. Right? Don't do it. So, don't, but, okay, don't. so if you, I mean, do you have any? Do you have any of your own inventions you want to so, share? So, I mean, as a kid, I tried to make a time machine out of toys really? and sand. It didn't work. What was the key? How did sand play a part? That's interesting. Well, because I had a sandbox, and that's where we we tried to build it. <laughs> oh, so that was just the uh, the that platform. Was, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it was me and my one of my friends, Kristen. We've been friends since like kindergarten. Hmm. So. We tried to do that. No, we Why never. did you want a time sh- time machine as a kid? What were you hoping? To, where were you hoping to I th- go? I think I wanted to see dinosaurs and then probably see Jesus. Je- Jesus, and <laughs> yeah. wow! So technically, uh, you are the father of creationism. <laughs> I'm the father of creation. Yeah, you. So oh. you, 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 you had it in mind before it was a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Dinosaurs and Jesus. Yeah, that's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, the other thing was I wanted to make a robot that would clean my room for me. No, well, that's practical. But how did time mach- how did time travel? Would you think that you just go in the future and find one, like abduct a no, 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 robot? no? That was just a separate thing. So I wanted to build a a, a oh, cleaning a ma- robot. A cleaning robot. Well, yeah. that's that's coming. That for sure. We'll see that in our. Well, lifetime. I mean, we got we got uh, Roomba. That's oh no, close. I mean like like human human robot like human shaped robots in the household. Yeah. You know, like bicentennial man yeah. type shit. Not on that like intellectual level or whatever, mm-hmm. but definitely that complexity that's coming. That'll be that'll happen in our lifetime. Yeah, it's next just, thirty years for sure. I think like human mechanics are just real difficult right now for robots. Like they can't get them to stand and walk. Well, they'll always be difficult, stuff. but they're. I don't know, man. You should so look that may, up. They've may, made a lot of. I've seen a lot of interesting new advancements in that technology yeah. online, and there's a lot of cool shit that you know. Um, one company, I think it's even called Skynet, which is not funny to me. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> what do you mean? Dude, it's well, what, like, if they, what if that does turn into be, you know, uh, uh, an assembly line for Terminators and it just happens to be Skynet? What do you think? Aha, uh-huh, joke's on us. No. It's not funny. Uh-huh, the apocalypse is going to happen the way you thought it would. It's just irony. It's great. Yeah. I, I think it's funny. The I end would, of human I would do that as, as a super genius creating robots. I would make Skynet. <laughs> you will. Well, someone did. So there is a Skynet. And then, well, uh, Umbrella Corporation, that'd be a good one too. Yeah, they already got that, that. Probably exists outside the game. Yeah, I mean beyond being just you know. Well, okay, so if we had to invent, if we're gonna make an invention right now on this podcast, yeah. So what would be useful? AR, AR, dude. AR is 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 what the hell altered, is AR? Altered reality. Okay. So it's like VR. Which is virtual reality, mm-hmm. but AR is, is an overlay of what you're seeing now. So you, so what would be ideal is to have it has like a contact instead of glasses because glasses are, I don't like them, right? Um, but so you would have AR contacts that would could serve as you know prescription grade contacts as well, mm-hmm. but then also put like facial recognition software in it have um how much air is in your tires you oh, know geez, could, so you really want to integrate with like your cell phone sort of speak yeah singularity all the way you know let's be, become one with machines let's oh, do man. it well that's i mean that's we're going that way anyway you yeah know? interface straight to the brain <laughs> yeah i mean hey it's a lot to protect and 
are we going to be able to do it? I don't know. But I'm really willing to take the risk for great technology and ease of life and just superiority over the world. I don't even think it's like, you know, it's funny you say ease of life because I feel I feel actually like we've reached we're beyond the point, in my opinion, where we have too much ease of life. Um, yeah, but I because want, but I'm a greedy human and I want more. Yeah, but I feel like <laughs> it's like Wally, right? Like we're eventually. I mean, ease of life can will just turn us into slots eventually that just plug yeah, into but you could use you could use the AR to like have personal training right next to you, right? And it could be an automated like a uh, like a software telling you what to do, showing you how to do the exercise. It can be used in so many ways. Okay, but but now like are we completely removing the need for human interaction then? No, not necessarily, because well, you're, you're still going to want to, you know... Why? Be with a girl. Yeah, well, I mean, what if we can replace that, too, with your AR? Yeah, I just... I, there's still going to be some that are going to want the real thing. I guess. I'm telling you right now, though, Zach, if they perfect the human sex robot, I'm out of the human pussy game for good, man. See, I'm, I, I'm willing I, to I give up see, all I that bullshit would. to get laid. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... I'm patient right now. You, you can, know, I, you can give me... Enough. I'll buy a Cherry 2000... Cherry two thousand. <laughs> Is that the mo- the model number you want? That's a movie. That's a movie Cherry, where they Cherry two thousand. It's the future, and they invent like you know sex bots, but they're like okay. they're like androids. They're like humans, right? They're very like human like. Also, oh, they're, they're like thinking and like have a conscious and stuff. No, nah, I mean they're not. They're not necessarily like that. I mean they mimic okay. human interaction, but they they what's of course they're played by like you know human female actresses, right? right? So there's no. But the but they they very much touch on the idea that the uncanny the uncanny valley effect is gone because they've just we've mastered the technology to create like a perfect looking robot that looks I mean perfectly human right yeah don't get me wrong this is not like a really smart movie it's you know it's actually kind of dumb in a lot of parts <laughs> um, but it's an interesting movie and it's got some actors in it that were sort of like before they were famous but anyway so See, yeah I just don't think that. It would take our need away for social interaction. You're still gonna crave actual people. I, I think I think we're reaching a point where we where we're starting to turn around. At least I feel that where we're turn around towards more social toward toward more socializing. Oh yeah, with yeah. all this isolation we've been forced upon. Yeah, I think that plays a part too. Yeah, definitely for sure. But okay, so AR AR is my dream. AR is your dream. AR and VR, you know, mm-hmm. AI that kind of stuff is what I want. So you could be like, in, say you're in like some boring monotonous job, but you could be playing your favorite video game mentally. Or it can eyes. make the job entertaining with the AR, right? I can put <laughs> colors and little cartoon characters <laughs> oh jumping out God. at me whenever I... Wouldn't that be distracting? What if you're doing something delicate and important? Like, so you want the doctor doing surgery and he's got like little Pokemon characters? No, but he can have like little... Popping name. around out of the but heart. He could, have like, he could have the heart labeled in his AR. You know, like heart. <laughs> <laughs> this one. <laughs> hey, doc, that's the heart. Oh, yeah, I forgot to put the labels on. <laughs> Actually, know, that's a good idea. Like, it, it would be, be useful used. for surgery. Yeah, it could be used in so many different applications. It's like your phone, right? Your phone is is pretty much an AR simulator. Well, you're talking you're talking about you're talking about taking the translation out of the hand and putting it directly into the brain, right? Which is what they want to do or anyway, in front of the eyes at least. Well, that, I yeah. mean, if it's in the eyes, it's in the brain. Because how else would you control it? Do you walk around with a remote? Well, who knows? At the early technology stages, you know. Yeah. I mean, I would say that it would start with glasses. I mean, that's kind of like what Google Glass was and what um, the Snapchat glasses. Those were 
we're pretty close. It's wearable technology, and we're trying to get with AR with it and everything, too. Well, apparently, they can create, I don't know what the proper term was. It's like bio bio microchips or biochips or whatever they are. But basically, apparently, they can create, um, you know, like computer technology, like a microchip or a USB drive, let's say, mm. uh, equivalent, a microprocessor, right? Okay. That can be fused with your body, right? Like hidden inside your body okay. and not rejected by your, you know, your immune system or your blood, or whatever. So you're not getting yeah. infections or dying from it. But they can safely put it in your body. It's just a matter of what it can do, right? Like right now, I guess it's, it's very limited. Yeah. But eventually, no, I've, I've seen that where read, people literally put, read your thought for, you know, controlling computer action. Yeah. But, and I've seen, um, I've seen people who have like chips in their hands and arms and stuff like that. Yeah. And they'll use it as locks and, and they'll use it as uh, turning on lights and things. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. binary systems almost mm-hmm. is what they've been using it for. That um, one was probably still safe. I wonder if like, cause like I've seen, you know, conceptual, some conceptual ideas for integrating humans with uh, new technology, new inventions, such as where like, uh, you know, a pacemaker that does more than just jumpstart your heart. It regulates blood flow in your body based on my, you know, nano machines in your yeah. blood that go around clearing veins and making, you know, helping the body out. And for older people, It'd right? be like a uh, Futurama with the worms and fry. And then he make it, you smarter, it, it make, you, make smarter, you stronger, make you stronger. Yeah. yeah I, I think Dude. that that's going to happen eventually. I mean, I saw on Reddit the other day, I didn't look up the story on it, but presuming, assuming it's true rather that, um, the article, the headline was that, you know, it was a rat whose DNA had been fused with DNA from a firefly. So under infrared right, light, it glowed like bright red. Really? Yeah. So technically, I mean, they've it's made, bioluminescent. I was going to say they've made glowing rats before. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a glowing rat. Yeah. And that's cool. Bioluminescence is, is super awesome. It would be cool if you could get bioluminescence and like tattoo design. I was just like going to say that. A bioluminescent tattoo. I think would finally sell me on getting a tattoo. I would yeah. do that. If I had a tattoo that I could like make glow like a cuttlefish or something, <laughs> it would be so fucking awesome. Oh, dude, that would be crazy if you just had cuttlefish DNA all over you. Oh, yeah, just give me the like, cuttlefish DNA. Just, like, I'd be down with that. Yeah, you just start changing your body's color and texture. And be like, uh, what's her name from uh, from uh, X-Men, from Marvel? Um. Oh, uh, Mystique. Mystique, thanks. Yeah, I know the, the, blue, the blue girl. The blue girl. Yeah, yeah. she's cool. And be almost like that, really. Yeah, that's I an like, invention I would I would have implemented in my body. Why not? It's just like be able to change the color of my skin, you know, or, or even lighting in my body. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, it would be. I'd you be the most annoying designs. old person in a home. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it'd be funny if you started like talking like Morse code with your bioluminescence, just like blinking across the windows. <laughs> hey, it's like the, the the old lady across the yard want to give me a blowjob? Blink, 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 <laughs> blink, blink, and then she'd blink back like, "No, go fuck yourself." Blink, 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 blink. blink. <laughs> I'd so, be troll if I live if I live to be in a home or wherever I'm gonna end up. I'm oh, gonna be a troll man. So I'm dude, yeah, I can't wait to be eighty so I can be crazy and old and yeah, be <laughs> just be. A, I want to be so removed dude. from like the the reality of my terrible existence. Where's give me the invention for that? That's what I'm really hoping for. Is like some form of deep dive by the time I know that we're a bunch of ancients. Yeah, you know, deep dive. That's because I don't be want to know that I'm pissing and shitting myself or that I mean, you'll have a cat i can't sit up i can't stand up on my own without a heart attack 
<laughs> yeah, no, that'd be cool, especially for like, and then yeah, just having a digital mindscape too. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, so final thoughts, Zach. Um, who do you think had the cooler invention list today? I want to say you anyway. But the cooler invention. Yeah, list? I mean, out of the six that we talked about, which I mean, so I had Vantom Black, Aerogel, and then the Amphicar, and you had. I had round flip-flops, okay. the Floby haircut system, and oh. the Snuggie. Oh, dude, the Snuggie. What's cool? There's Snuggie or Vantom Black. Can we combine them and get a Vantom Black Snuggie? A Vantom Black Snuggie. <laughs> <laughs> That's your dream, then. That sounds yeah. like the this, Zag Zag's ultimate Christmas gift. Super comfy and, and great. <laughs> What's the selling tagline going to be for that? Like, Zach just wants you to accidentally sit on him on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I just want to be surrounded in darkness and comfortable. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh. well, what, what, do you, what do you think is the coolest for you? I know. I, I, I got to go with the Vanta Black. Because uh, I, I did know about it, but I... I that's it's a good underused. Choice. Well, I'll be honest. I thought we were going to be talking about like bad inventions. That was the vibe I got. So yeah, I you obviously find chose like it cool was difficult to, to find about. interesting bad inventions that were practical, but for some reason didn't pan out. Yeah, neither of us chose inventions like that. I didn't yeah. think of that. Like we could have talked about something that didn't wasn't successful, but is still a good idea. Yeah, that's like I couldn't like find that. any. It was difficult to look for that. Yeah, the, the closest one I found was. Uh, the global uh, power system for Tesla, the global wireless power system that he wanted to create. Mm. That um, what was it? J.B. Morgan was was financing and then pulled out of. And then oh, uh, this it. world would have been so different, if immensely you, yeah. different, if if Tesla. The thing is, I have I have seen things that are doing similar wireless power transfer. So that it, it's continuously happening through your your house. The problem is that it's um it's very weak, and um it can only be used on like smaller devices, like a remote control for like your TV uh-huh. or for your your game controller and things like that. So it has useful. Well, the world almost had f- almost had free electrical power yeah. for the planet. I mean, in the same way that physicists gave the internet away for free. That's what Tesla wanted to do with energy. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't live in that world. That's the whole other discussion, though, for sure. We could talk about. Te- I almost want to dedicate a podcast just to Tesla. Dude, the man is he. He is what Elon Musk was, right? Like, like the comparison is all I mean. It's like they're both very strange people who have brilliant ideas. But strange? Why? Why would you say they're? Why would you call Elon Musk or Nikola Tesla strange? It is strange in the sense of like their human interaction with other people. And the way they, they present themselves. I'll tell you why. You know what my theory is and why that seems strange to you? Because they're aliens. No, because they feel like aliens. Because they're yeah. people that are that smart just... Well, they're operating in a Think about how many times that you've, like, you're like you in a group of people where you feel like you're at the zoo. <laughs> okay? for The more intelligent you get as a human being, the more often the more often you have that experience. And when you're at that level of intelligence, I have to imagine that almost every group of people you you know you just feel like run into you You don't feel like you're observing them because they're just they're so dumb (laughs) not just maybe you're just trying to understand you are no you're trying to you're not judging i I, yeah yeah, right i get because i because i don't view all other people as dumb no i just i I just realized that i think very differently than others yeah i think 
And it's difficult sometimes to understand people's social. It can be very difficult. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure you've had that experience of what I'm talking about. Yes. And I've had it myself. So that's all I'm getting at. So you're what you're getting at is that we're super geniuses and we need to go hang out with Elon Musk. Uh, I just want to hang out with super geniuses because they're rich usually. (laughs) And they don't, uh, from my experience with rich people that I worked with that were like that, that were really intelligent and had a lot of money. Um, if they weren't plastic surgeons and trying to live like rock stars, they were very boring people and, uh, they didn't really do anything with their money. It was kind of sad. They had like no imagination. It was just make money. <laughs> See, that's my, <laughs> me. that's so who for, you'd be. Yeah. That's so for, it's not that it's a lack of imagination. It's the, it's the perpetual <laughs> fear of losing the money. <laughs> I mean, I, maybe, I don't know. I'm not a, I, I'm one of those people that, yeah, if, even if I earn, even when I earn my own wealth, yeah, of course I don't want to burn, you know family members or myself as far as survival is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I'm going to make the people I care about really happy and spend that money and be as, as imaginative as I can with my money. Yeah. Cause you know, well, that's it's like, what it's there for. Well, that's right. What, money dude, is, is meant to be spent. Like one thing I think about here. Okay. This is invention related. But one thing I think about is like, why are so many rich people not just having their own clothes invented? I know some do, but yeah, that should be that's something I would do is that, just have like my own design. Why would you? Yeah, why would you go? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to buy from the the gap. And I, yeah, I wouldn't hire like I wouldn't go to like Armani and just get like this ridiculously expensive designer. I look for some like independent, you know, like struggling artist who's got like something yeah. cool. Like, and then he's got cool that, ideas. And, and you got ideas about what's comfortable for yourself exactly. too, right? And then you can just have tailor-made clothes that fit your design aesthetic, and that's what. And yeah, I'm not I talking about that. looking like Ziggy Stardust every day. I'm talking about like even just jeans and a shirt yeah. that is one of a kind. It's my jean and shirt. Like, yeah, it's, I, it, it's I, fitted to you. It's fitted no, to me, and because, I invented it. No, I know what you mean because my problem is that I'm I'm tall and skinny. Yeah, there's not clothes for tall skinny people right if not you're tall it's, it's also made for you to be fat yeah <laughs> so right it's yeah. like there's a large is too big around the waist and a, and a medium true. is is too short <laughs> so yeah. it's like where I mean, there's a weird limbo where if clothes don't fit me right but it's whatever well, there's an adventure right life. there you can start the, <laughs> the <laughs> thornton melons tall and fat like rodney dangerfield from uh, back to school has <laughs> opened up a new business that focuses specifically on tall thin people yes it's, it's, it's not just the big and tall it's the big and thin it's <laughs> big tall. and thin yeah, yeah tall and thin yeah not so tall and fat just tall and thin all right final thought um what invention all right so i have an idea of what invention i think impacted the world the most what's but i mean like simple invention what do you think what simple invention do you think has impacted the the world the most like the modern world like post industrial age like uh like the internet's too much. No, I mean, because I would say the internet. Changed I, I wouldn't the world. call that simple, but yeah, I mean, that, that's an obvious. That's too yeah. easy, Zach. Yeah, that's too easy. Well, okay, okay, okay. I so mean, like, give that, an example. Something that changed the world. That's simple. Like an example would be a soda can. Yeah. I mean, you got sliced bread, but I don't think that changed the world. <laughs> did maybe, that make it much maybe, easier? Maybe it did. I don't know. <laughs> Like the car, the I car. Thought, yeah, that's not simple like, though. I know. I can't a long think, evolution. I'm not a simple man, Mark. I, I can't guess think not. You're simple. too complicated. <laughs> All right, I'll go. You know what my simple invention is? What duct tape? Duct tape. I think oh, duct tape dude. changed the world. And Velcro. There you go, Velcro. Yeah. Velcro and duct tape. Where would we be right now? And not even just like promiscuous, you know, not just promiscuous sex life. But <laughs> where would we be right now without Velcro and duct tape? NASA's protocol for duct tape 
what they use it for is for people who get space madness, which is when you just go, you know, you just break from being in the confines of space. Yeah, like Ren and Stimpy. And, then they, and their protocol is literally to use duct tape to tie the person down and to wrap Not even their up. mouth, like to shut them up? No, like, yeah, but like to, conf- to like, you know, bind them to in bind duct them tape. as well. Yeah. yeah. So that, they have a supply, they have a space madness supply on the, on the International Space Station of duct tape. Yes. Is it full of like laughy faces and shit? Or you, do you think they're much more like I think it's just straight silver <laughs> duct tape. <laughs> they don't they have a special Original. color? There's no, no space color? What the fuck, man? It's phantom black. <laughs> it's phantom black. <laughs> you can't see him in the, in the vastness of the and space. Completely. Oh, wow. Wow, that's a dark <laughs> thought. Wrap this person in non-reflective surfaces and then throw them into space. Jeez. <laughs> when aliens find that they're gonna be like man humans are fucking dug man <laughs> we're not going to earth <laughs> stay the hell away from earth it's barbaric as shit <laughs> I wonder if like earth is the ghetto for the intergalactic society and that's why they don't make contact with us yeah they came here and the ancient Egypt had their fun and left wouldn't that be weird I think it'd be kind of cool if like earth was the you know the the Bahamas of you know, this region of space or something like that you know oh we were like the destination we're a vacation spot they don't care about our poverty and problems <laughs> yeah earth's a uh, really nice to visit but not to stay <laughs> don't go to earth unless it's at least a million light years from andromeda because then it's just too cold <laughs> If you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, that also helps. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're still listening, then please consider supporting the show. We're working hard on our passion to create quality content, and we want to bring you much more. Indeed, we've got big plans for what we want to add to Audio Pong, and we'd also love to hear from you, the audience, on topics or content Zach and I can create for you. Visit AudioPong on RedCircle.com for more information on where to support the show and where to listen. Also, feel free to contact us directly through email with audiopong at gmail.com. Be happy. Be healthy. And have have a metal metal life. life.